Welcome to Dawn Patrol, the 30A morning show. Good morning! Presented by 38 Cottages and Concierge. Yeah! <laughs> Online, 38cottages.com. All right, what's going on, everybody? It's Dawn Patrol here on 30A Radio. We've got a great event happening on 30A this week. You got to go to the west end of 30A over to Stinky's Bait Shack and uh, Stinky's Fish Camp. They got a big party on Wednesday, but before we get into it too much, I want to introduce Chef Jim Richard, Stinky's Fish Camp, and uh, we're kind of just really getting excited for your party on Wednesday. Here's the Dawn Patrol stupid question of the week. I want to get the really, really hard questions out of the way first, Jim. You ready for this? Oh, yeah, bring it. All right, so what are the Saints doing? Getting rid of Jimmy Graham. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. They're, uh, I, I think rebuilding for the future yeah. is the best guess that I have. Yeah, this is actually, uh, we're at Stinky's uh, down here near Dune Allen. It's the closest you can get to New Orleans on 30A, is that correct? It absolutely is. Well, and we have a restaurant, Trinas, in the Intercontinental Hotel in New Orleans. So uh, this past season, I've had the opportunity to attend more Saints games in one season than I have in my past. And yeah. looking forward to more, we're uh, definitely... Great hotel and great food and walking distance from the Dome. So That's really awesome. It's an huh? ideal situation for me personally. Yeah, absolutely. And the Saints, they're reloading. It'll be an interesting year this year. Nine picks in the draft. We're not here to talk Saints, though. Uh, you're originally from Lafayette? Yes, sir. So, so tell it's me close to my heart. I, my first football team when I was in first ga- grade was the Satoma Saints I really? played on. Yes, sir. So. All right. So how far did you take the football career? Uh, until my junior year in high school when uh, the spirit School spirit took over at that point. Oh, okay. I understand. We won't go any further on that. Uh, what was your first gig uh, uh, cooking? You remember? Uh, wow. Well, I grew up around a family-owned catering service, so when I was five, I was talking about this with one of my nephews, or two of my nephews actually are in New Orleans cooking with us right now. They're sous chefs there, but we were talking about the gumbo, and it's my gran- grandfather's gumbo, which makes them fourth-generation chefs, and so I, we were talking about the gumbo and how I can pick out any nuance that is incorrect in it immediately. Really? And it's because when I was five years old, I was walking around the kitchen with them, and I've been eating it for that long. So uh, that's, that's cool. where it all started, really. That's cool. And you, you had a, a pretty big gig down in New Orleans as a, a Commander's Palace. Is that right? Yeah, I was a sous chef at Commander's, which was uh, never hurts the resume and definitely uh, uh, put some hair on your chest as a chef for sure. Now, what, what got you away from New Orleans over here? Uh, you, you worked at another big restaurant over here for well, a while. Well, you know, uh, yeah, Flamingo, I came over here for a job at Flamingo Cafe, but I've always loved the beach. Growing up in South Louisiana, we vacationed in Navarre. Yeah. Um, and so I've always loved this area. Actually, some people brought me here to open a restaurant way back in the day called Coco's. Uh, in Fort Walton Beach. Many people remember that. I still have friends, and that's how I actually got my job at Flamingo Cafe. Cool. Um, But that's when I first moved here. It was in the early 90s. And let's talk about the new restaurant over in New Orleans. That uh, sounds like a really cool project. You guys just opened that up. Trinas. It's in the newly, completely renovated Intercontinental Hotel. They built us a storefront, a brand new restaurant uh, in the hotel. We've got our own entrance. We're in the CBD, and we've got uh, great outdoor dining and just a, a really nice spot. And we've found our niche. Uh, you know, yeah. They brought us there for a reason, but we really have dug our niche in with our you know, the Fresh Gulf Seafood, South Louisiana Flair, and uh, and our team, yeah. um, you know, 
when you have when you're working with chefs Todd Meisner and Brandon Janka, and everybody knows uh, Stan the Man Meadows. Yep. <laughs> Uh, you know, when you have a team like that, you're, uh, you really put a good recipe for success in the game. That's really awesome. And you see Stinky's hats everywhere. Uh, wh- where have you seen Stinky's hats and uh, apparel show up Bless. around Someone, the world? Someone uh, sent me a picture from uh, the airport. Uh, I know Mike Ragsdale <laughs> sent me a picture from somewhere, I think, in Africa with some uh, picture with somebody with a Stinky's T-shirt on. So uh, it's uh, growing. Yeah, it's and crazy. It is crazy, actually. And, and so when you guys started Stinky's, what was your mission here on 38? What did you want to accomplish? Actually, at the time, uh, you know, I had designed Stinky's uh, seven years before we opened it, and I never intended on really opening it. It was... Um, it was a something I designed for this area when I was, uh, you know, doing some other work. And when the lake place lake place burned down in '06, you know, I was standing there, everybody was crying, and I was looking at this building next door, saying, "What am I going to do next?" And so Stinky's was to coexist with the lake place and be kind of the alter ego, a more casual, no tablecloths, right. no reservations uh, to the lake place. But uh, fortunately, um, amazing how uh, karma and life uh, deals you things. Um, Stinky's blew up and there just was not enough parking for two restaurants here right. on 30A, as many of our uh, local uh and out-of-town guests realize when they try to drive here. So that's why we opened the Bait Shack. That's really out of necessity to have a non-competing use for parking. Yeah. And um, when uh, when that building where the Lake Place was, where Stinky's is now, was rebuilt, I knew or could see easily that Stinky's could better pay that new mortgage. So yeah. um, we put Stinky's in there, and we opened the Bait, uh, opened the bait Shack here, and uh, we just keep every year... Uh, our friends and family and locals know every year they see something change around here. Um, and it's kind of always been that way. We're always, this year we have a new charter service, inshore charters with, uh, you know, spec and redfish trips and, That's awesome. uh, you know, hybrid bass when they're biting and all that fun stuff. And, uh, and on the, you know, back of the buildings, of course, we now have our nature walk that yeah. connects the two buildings. And it's, it's really just an effort. We're, we're so blessed that people will come here and wait for an extended amount of time for a table. It, it's really just something for them to enjoy this end of the beach and have a, a place to hang out that's comfortable and maybe they'll see something new. You know, we've seen, you know, everything from bald eagles and deer and, uh, you know, coyotes and alligators and yeah. water moccasins. And so there's some, uh, definitely the nature walk has a lot of life to it. And that's right. You a lot of fun see- stuff to come for sure. Never know what you're going to see back here. There's also that legendary python that people talk about. <laughs> I don't think yeah. that's here anymore. But anyways, let's talk about Dune Allen. Uh, we were here the other night uh, on a Wednesday night and, you know, close the bonfire down about eight thirty, nine o'clock, and when you get out into the parking lot here at Fort Panic, and you kind of just look at the road, it's quiet down here. This is a great spot, isn't it? Oh, it's it is beautiful. It's really been fortunate in my life to travel some and being in New Orleans, and I've always, always, I, I never regret and love coming home every time I come across those bridges. And mm-hmm. when you get down here. It's just so peaceful, and even with the heavy tourist traffic, you know, 
you can't beat it. There's nothing else like it in the world. Yeah, absolutely. 30 is, is just like that. But as you come west and you're down here near Topsail, it just gets a little bit quieter. It does definitely. <laughs> it definitely gets quieter. And that's where we uh, – it's – it's a it's just a little more local, you know. It's yeah. uh, we're we're built for for the local clientele. We need and appreciate the you know tourism trade and all that great stuff. But um, it was uh, really built for our local people. We're with Jim Richard from Lafayette, but now he's a local. He's over here. He's been here forever. Uh, let's talk about your menu at Stinky's Fish Camp. Uh, you guys are very proud of what you do over there, and you got some great guys in the kitchen. Uh, absolutely unbelievable talent and uh, never ceases to amaze me how our culture uh, carries from, you know, we get turnover, seasonal people come and, you know, as a chef, you want to, uh, you want to grow and learn more. And so people come and go, but, um, you know, our core team has been together. You've, we've got managers, Courtney Winterode and Stan and people that, Makes me uh, kind of teary because uh, you know we've been together for 15 years or so. So wow. when you get that sort of consistency, uh, that's the key to this business is consistency. I'll let you get some coffee and I'll, I'll follow up with another question. You guys always seem to have great music here. Uh, how do you decide on the music you bring in? And uh, tell us about some of the uh, bands that you guys have play here regularly. Well, we uh, again as an amenity to our guest waiting, we've moved some music in that six to nine slot at the bait shack. So when people are waiting for a couple of hours, we, uh, you know, they've got something else to do. They can hit the nature walk. They can come mm -hmm. listen to the Steenos and some of our phenomenal local musicians. I mean, even again, I, I get a great comparison being on the streets in New Orleans and having the opportunity to live there for a while and become really in tune with the culture there and the the food and the music in New Orleans, I, you know, you can put these guys up, you know, up to anybody. And they're, we have phenomenal musicians that we're blessed with again. You Running know. of the Bulls normally plays here. Running of the Bulls on <laughs> Thursday nights. Duke Bardwell is yep. an absolute legend. If you hadn't seen the documentary made about him, it'll... Uh, It'll change your world. I would do that. And locals Kyle know. and Kenny and, I mean, Kyle come on. Okay, so locals know a lot about Duke, but tell us about Duke just a little bit. Wow. Where do you start? He is absolutely a legend. Yeah. Uh, he, you know, played well over 100, uh, uh, 100 gigs with Elvis, and uh, his story is just phenomenal. Now, uh, you know, great local musician, great friend, has got a uh, – our. You asked me about the uh, food next door, uh, Uncle Duke's Go Juice Barbecue Shrimp. Right. Our barbecue shrimp designed especially with his hot pepper sauce um, on the menu and has been since the beginning and will be uh, moving forward. Yep. Uh, if you get the chance to see him, you definitely don't want to miss that. That's awesome. Yeah, you can always, uh, Running the Bulls, one of the better band names on 30A, definitely. Uh, we're going to take a little bit of a break here, and we're going to talk about the Bait Shack, and we're also going to talk about what's going on this week at your big eight-year anniversary party. Uh, it's going down, and it's also the kickoff of the Pompano Tournament. We'll be back with Jim Richard with Stinky's Bait Shack in just a second. Thank you very much.
All right, we're back on Dawn Patrol. We played some New Orleans music for Jim. We're at Stinky's Bait Shack right now, and you got to check this place out. It's really a cool place to get off the beach, maybe grab a local brew. Uh, what do you guys do for beer here? It's probably pretty well, popular, right? Absolutely. Here at the Bait Shack, we we run exclusive Grayton beer on our taps. You got 30A Beach Blonde, the Pale Ale, the White Dunes, the Founders Ale. Phenomenal local beer made for our market, and uh, I'm happy to say I know when you when you go through the grocery store, you see big stacks of it, so I know it's doing well. I, I have 30 ADD, so let's get back to your menu at Stinky's <laughs> Fish Camp. So <laughs> what, tell us about the menu you have next door. Well, Stinky's concept was based around our fresh local seafood. Um, you know, before farm to table or fish to table was ever coined, you know, we were putting fresh fish on the plate in a simple form. It's not, uh, it didn't travel from, uh, from northeast to down here or from here up there and back down here. It mm -hmm. comes right out of the waters here and onto the plate. And really, that's the quick key. And then, you know, we had to mustard it up, so to speak, with a little uh, South Louisiana flair and put some crawfish pies and mm. some of those other great things we've been uh, become known for on it. And, and again, you have, you know, Three of us as classically trained chefs uh, at the helm, so you're gonna get consistently great food. You know, it's the technique that separates the men from the boys. It's always good. You always leave wanting more, but you probably ate too much when you were there in the first place. So <laughs> it's a it's a it's a good problem to have, and it's definitely Louisiana food. So if you are a big fan of uh, Louisiana cooking, man, this is it. So let's talk about the big party. Uh, we've oh, got yeah. your eight-year anniversary this week. Eight years. It's kind of hard to believe, but it's uh, flying by quickly. We, of course, for this celebration, we put up a little tin out front and boil crawfish and do crawfish mac and uh, some of those other, other favorites uh, that we've become known for for these, our little festival setup. Yeah. And then we're... Uh, We've got a whole hog pig picking party in the evening. We've got music uh, from that six to nine slot with the Steenos and the legendary Franco Washboard Jackson. That's going to be awesome. Uh, and uh, then, uh, of course, the Forrest Williams band, Bring It At Home that night. We'll do, we do a birthday cake and that pig picking party, and we're open all day. It's also the kickoff of our Pompano tournament, which is, I might even be a little more you know, excited about, yeah. uh, just because we were able to put a fishing tournament, you know, as a restaurateur to be able to sell live bait. And as Stan says, put dead fish on a plate and sell it. Uh, <laughs> it it's pretty awesome. So right. having a Pompano tournament and, uh, and it being accepted and picked up by the locals and become a, a solid competition is phenomenal for us. It runs for 45 days. So, and it really only takes one fish to win. Sure. So for uh, tourists and locals alike, you know, if someone comes in town for the week they can sign up and fish that week and again it only takes one fish so with the registration they get a t-shirt and a goodie bag and if you're here for the anniversary party you get uh, food tickets and beer tickets in your uh, in your goodie bag good for that night so you can eat some crawfish and drink a beer and our 
this year's T-shirts. We uh, Marty Wilson, who's a uh, marine artist from and a great friend, but a marine artist from Mississippi, does our annual shirt. Somehow we got into this, and it's just fun for us. We have a new shirt every year, so that's, cool. that's always exciting to see the design on that. And this year is uh, is really cool. So, so you could fish for one day if you don't catch anything. You were part of the tournament. How do people get registered for that? Come by the bait shack. Uh, yeah, they can go online or come by the bait shack and see Kelly and uh, and Miss Ellen over there and uh, sign up and get their t-shirt and start fishing it's 45 days so there's a lot of fun there's a calcutta so you can nice. you know get into the you know most fish most fish over three pound bag limit to see who catches the most every day and uh the most days that you wait in and you throw a little extra money in the pot yeah. and uh just uh, increases you know we've got uh, I think over $2,000 in cash and prizes for this deal. So uh, I think, you know, the restaurant stepped up to support it. And uh, when you take home that check, like uh, Mr. Bob Stino did a couple of years ago, it makes it all worth it for it sure. It does make it worthwhile. So if you're coming on vacation down here, you would have to have a fishing license for the tournament. Is that correct or not? Uh, yes, you would have to get a fishing license. And uh, that's uh, fairly easy to do these yeah. days. You pick up the phone and give them a credit card and you're in you're in it's that easy so that's going to be a lot of fun uh putting forrest williams at the tail end of your party on uh that evening is probably pretty smart it's tough to leave forrest alone isn't it people just stick around for that guy he he it's true <laughs> he's grown uh he, he and Farrell, their band has grown to be a, a a leader a powerhouse in this market now and uh yeah. so we're looking forward to that they actually uh, came over and did two gigs in New Orleans for our first music there at Trinas. So how cool is that? Yeah, it, it was really special. A lot that of is fun. special. Okay, so what's jumping out of the Gulf right now? You guys are a full-on bait shack. They're constantly stocking all of the racks back behind us. Is this stuff that sells daily, or are they getting ready for the tournament? Oh yeah, no. This is uh, especially this time of the year when you see the water temperatures begin to rise. You have the you see those good sunny days, uh, the dogwood trees. The azaleas are all blooming. You yeah. know that it is spring, and what comes with that is cobia, pompano, redfish, speckled trout, and you know, you go up to the mouth of the rivers and fish where it's there's so much wildlife up there to see. It's worth going up there and taking a trip, you know, even with your family to go up there and go up into the river and do a, a nature ride. Yep. And I mean, bald eagles, and you get it all the osprey and. There's striped bass up there. It's actually, you go into the mouth of the river, it's the only place where you can catch a widemouth bass, a striped bass, a speckled trout, and a redfish all in the same day. You, might, you might land a 15-foot gator down I've there, I've seen too. it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> you don't ever know what you're going to see. You never know. It's, 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 it's fertile for all predators, all kind of fish. It uh, is a major feeding ground, you know, kind of yeah. like the Mississippi is to the Gulf of Mexico. Those yep. rivers are, uh, you know, estuaries that, you know, fish seasonally when the water gets cold and warm, they move fish in and out. So I'll tell you a story. Uh, my, my grandfather, he lived in Baton Rouge, used to take us to the Atchafalaya River Basin all the time, a little Piro, a little boat, you know, and he'd take us out, got his grandkids, and we cane pole. We got nothing but pisser fishes and catfish and all that stuff over there. Yeah, you well, you know it's spring. It's so great. You're driving if you're driving down ten to New Orleans. You see the pickup trucks on the side of ten, <laughs> right. and the guys going in and coming out of the woods, literally carrying their pirogue and 
and their crawfish traps. And oh, they're totally. Off there, right off ten. Uh, uh, anywhere in between there, yeah. You get towards uh, yeah the, the the spillway down there. It's uh, and that's uh, that's what Trinasa in New Orleans. That tri- what Trinasa is. It's a celebration of the heritage of South Louisiana. That's really, really cool. Okay, let's talk about a big project that is uh, coming to the area, and uh, it seems like it's so positive. It's SWARA. It's the South Walton Artificial Reef Association. They're setting up some really cool reef systems in Miramar Beach, Topsail, Graydon Beach, Inlet Beach. They're basically snorkel reefs, right? Yeah, those four are snorkel reefs. Uh, SWARA is the brainchild of Andy McAlexander. I'm fortunate enough to be vice president, and we've got a really strong board and uh, have been able to jump some pretty big hurdles with the help of uh, our our awesome local community and some of the leaders in our community really help us and the CCA especially gave us the first seed money to to begin to get some other people on board now we have been able to uh, uh, fortunate enough to uh, we're scheduled to get some money from um, uh, from the NERDA uh, BP money, and that's going to fund a big chunk of this, but we've got those four snorkel reefs that are going to be accessible from shore, and then there are nine fish dive reefs that are you know, between three quarters and a mile offshore, and the unique thing about our area is that you can get to 50 or 60 feet of water in three quarters of a mile offshore. Yeah. Where if you go south of here, you know, sometimes you have to go four or seven miles, and you're talking about the difference between a boat and a lot of fuel or considerable ecotourism, being able to paddle off the shore and go out there and, uh, you know, catch a couple of red snapper and paddle back in is spectacular. And looking at the uh, snorkel reefs, you you wouldn't believe we've uh, been fortunate enough to do the research and we've had some uh, good mentors in Embara and some of the other reef associations, uh, Mexico Beach Artificial Reef Association. If you go over there, I invite you to go over there and snorkel or dive their reefs. It is amazing yeah. the life that they hold. And uh, it, it, I can't, it's still a little overwhelming until they're actually out there. I don't think it's, it's really difficult to get your head completely around it. But uh, when you see that type of sea life and the, the turtles that uh, come and stay there and the other bait fish, and it's a phenomenal project. I'm super excited about it. I think that's the one thing our area has missed. Uh, you always see dive shops, and they take you far offshore, and you go do your thing. And it's kind of an all-day process. But to be able to get right offshore in these locations and take your kids snorkeling, that's pretty awesome. Uh, it's unequaled. Actually, we went to, uh, fortunate enough, and we went down to the um, Artificial Reef Summit in Tampa in January, and there were representatives from all over the world, uh, a symposium on artificial reefs, and uh, all of the stakeholders, meaning the people, the users, and uh, we're all pushing for more near-shore artificial reefs traditionally everybody puts them way offshore and uh they're either uh hidden or uh you know um somewhere where you need a boat and you need a tank and you have to be able to go 100 you know be able to dive 100 feet to get to them but consistent message was closer to shore reefs and our whole program is set up around that so um we're, we're very excited and uh, we got Bill Horn, who just retired from the FWC, who has spent his whole career 
on artificial reefs. So it, it's really come together fabulously, I would say. What do you guys need more of from the community for this project? Well, I'll be honest with you, we're waiting on the, you know how the government is and um, how money comes. We're, we've been waiting on that money. I think we're going to try to get a push. We'd really like to, uh, and the Alice Beach Foundation uh, put $25,000 up for it. Um, I believe that we'll probably try to do a push, and we need $150,000 in private donations, and we could install the Grayton Beach snorkel reef wow. before the rest of the stuff gets deployed. So we'd like to see that happen. Um, otherwise, it'll, it looks like the money's going to come through in late summer. Okay. And then, uh, but you'll see, it'll be, there'll be a lot of coverage. You'll see uh, barges right off of our beaches deploying artificial reefs. It will be amazing. That will be very cool. And where can people find out more information on that? Uh, they can go to our website at suara.com uh, and, uh, Please, or there's many shops. I know our Bait Shack has a place where you can make a donation or buy a T-shirt. All the money, there's all of our board of directors um, work for nothing. It's for our time and for the future of our community. Yeah. Uh, our, you know, building uh, living reefs for generations is our motto, our tagline, and uh, you know that's what we're trying to do. So uh, any support would be great and would go directly to. Uh, funding the reef system. Well, check out the party this week. If you don't come here on Wednesday, everybody from 38 is going to be down here. I don't know where they're going to Oh, yeah, park. it's a big deal. It's fun. <laughs> Are you going to get a shuttle from the Gulf Place area to come down this way? Or what's going on? Yeah, I would say uh, bring your skateboard. Bring your skateboard. That's a good idea. Bicycle. I bet you have room for bikes. We do, absolutely. Awesome. We do. We do. Uh, we have uh, 38 Valet does a great job. And uh, uh, I know it's sometimes an inconvenience, but... Uh, they do a fabulous job bringing cars in and out and keeping the streets safe. So we'll have, we'll talk about parking in another uh, forum. That might take another 30 minutes, but <laughs> that's fine. That's Jim Richard. He's with Stinky's Fish Camp. You can find him online, stinkysfishcamp.com, and we will be here on Wednesday for the big party. I'm ready to get some crawdads. Oh, me too, buddy. I cannot <laughs> wait. I ate some last week in New Orleans, and it... Uh, I'm I'm craving. Are they craving big? Them. Are they big this yeah, year? they're very nice. They, they came early, and the Good. all indications are that it's going to be a stellar season. All right, thank you so much for joining us today. That's Dawn Patrol, Stinky's Fish Camp. Get there for the big party, and definitely more information on Suara is available online. They have a Facebook page as well. Thanks, Jim. Thank you very much. I uh, look forward to seeing y'all. Dawn Patrol, presented by 38 Cottages and Concierge, with properties in Rosemary Beach, Seacrest, Seagrove, Seaside, and Watercolor. Unpack, relax, and forget where you're from. 38cottages.com. 30A, home of Yellow Board. Online, yellowboard.com.